Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Would you be the jerk for calling out a parent who doesn't even know how old their child actually is? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for borrowing my husband's work laptop without permission since I bought it for him? Yesterday, I had issues logging into my Facebook account on my computer and went to borrow my husband's laptop to see if I could log in from there. The laptop was in his bag and he left for work shortly after. Later, I got an angry call from him asking where his laptop was. I said I borrowed it to check my Facebook login, but he ranted about how I caused him grief at work by taking it without even asking. I reminded him of who bought this laptop to begin with, but he said it was supposed to be a gift for me. True, I felt sorry for him and wanted to get him a proper laptop for work, but is it a bad thing? He said still I shouldn't have taken it and that the Facebook login issue wasn't an emergency. He came home looking upset and avoided me. I thought he overreacted to this, but he snapped and said it caused him crap at work. If it's his work laptop, you don't just take it without mentioning it, even if you're their wife, am I wrong? Also, hi. I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, wanna hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for buying $500 of mismarked prime rib? I was visiting my local grocery store on Sunday, in Michigan, with the intention of buying a couple of pounds of chicken wings and two steaks for my wife and I. As the meat department clerk was weighing and preparing my wings, I looked at the prime rib and the very large, think 12 or 13 pounds a piece, prime rib sections were listed with a dollar amount and then per each. I thought this was peculiar because that just seemed off to me. It should have said dollar amount per pound. I snapped a photo of the price tag and then I took a flyer and I said, hey, I have a big party coming up. I need all of your prime rib. He looked at me as if I was crazy and began the process of packaging up six of the whole prime ribs. I cook for a veterans group on Saturdays and this would not only go far, but it would save a ton of money on their budget. I went up to the register and the meat rang up for over $140 per package. I scanned each of them, I paid the price, and I walked right over to customer service. The customer service attendant got very wide-eyed and called over a manager. I walked with the manager over to the meat area, where the price was still displayed as $17.99 each, and I let him know that due to the scanner law, I just want the difference, with $5 added to each. The manager was livid. They completed the refund of the difference, and he said to me, this could very well lead to someone losing their job. At that point I said, you can't be serious. I'll return the meat. Nobody needs to lose their job. The manager responded with, maybe you shouldn't have taken advantage of the fact that somebody made a mistake because it's already too late. So am I the jerk here for taking advantage of the incorrect price? Now, I don't know about buying up the entire stock and emptying the shelf out, but if I go to a national chain grocery store and I see something mislabeled and it's a killer deal, I'm not going to feel too bad getting those savings. Our next story is, would I be the jerk for refusing a large cash gift on behalf of my children? 
My two kids are 15-year-old female and 13-year-old female. My dad very unceremoniously left our family when I turned 20. He wasn't a bad guy necessarily. To him, he fulfilled his obligation to raise me to an adult and wanted to cut ties and live his own life because he became a father very young. In the 25 years since he left, he's lived his dream with lots of travel. I know it shouldn't have affected me as much as it did since I was an adult, but it devastated my mom and he promised that he'd keep in touch with all of us. He never did. Since then, I've only spoken to him four or five times and I haven't met him. My mom has never spoken to him again. This was all on his end. We tried to no avail. When I had kids of my own, we didn't pretend that I didn't have a dad or he passed or anything like that. I was always forthright and told my daughters that he decided not to be a dad anymore and it hurt grandma and me deeply. If my kids had any questions, I told them the truth with how it affected us but also more menial things like how he was, who he was and so on. My kids have a generally negative view of him and they came to their own conclusions given all the facts with no hyperbole or sugarcoating. He emailed me to talk on the phone last week and he told me he's dying with stage 4 lung cancer. We talked a bit about him leaving and he said he doesn't regret his decision because his life was taken from him. He said he respects that I turned into a well-adjusted adult and he's proud that I've got so far even without him but that he doesn't love me and has no intention of seeing me before he goes. He did say, however, that he's dividing his assets between a few close friends and wanted to leave $25,000 each to both of my kids. He was a penny pincher but still lived modestly. He only ever worked to maintain, never to grow, so I don't doubt this is a large chunk of his total assets. He said it's only right that they get this money because they're his only grandchildren. I'm conflicted because accepting this money means, at least how my brain rationalizes it, that I forgive him or that it's okay or healthy to have lived how he did. I don't want my kids to get a lump sum and suddenly have a change of heart about him. I'm thinking of refusing the money on their behalf because it sets a bad example. My wife stands by my decision, but would I be the jerk to my kids for taking this choice from them? They don't know about it, and my plan is to keep them in the dark about it, possibly forever. I don't mean to be disrespectful or to negate how OP feels, but regardless of intention, you're being offered to give your kids $25,000 as a head start for whatever it is they want to do, and you're considering turning that down? I imagine how it might make you feel, but that guy's not even going to be around forever, and think about how it benefits your kids. This next story is... Am I the jerk for making my brother come in through the garage instead of the front door? I recently moved in with my boyfriend, who lives in a house instead of an apartment. He has a rule that if it's been snowing, everyone needs to enter through the garage instead of the front door, and they need to take their snow gear off before they come inside. When my brother came over to see me the other day, he wanted to come in through the front door. He said the only people you make enter through the garage are little kids and workmen. I explained that my boyfriend was worried about the wood floors. My brother stared at me like I was crazy and asked if he needed to buy us a mop. Since I so recently moved in, and it's his house, I feel it's important to adapt to this rule. It's not like there's a dozen of them. My brother ended up not coming inside. My brother says he's disappointed in me and my boyfriend's changed me, but a door is a door. I think he was being stubborn and petty. Then again, he thinks the same thing about me. 
I 100% agree with OP, a door is a door. God forbid somebody's worried about the condition of their house. Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I tell mother-in-law not to bring soda when she visits? So I, female, 31, find it kind of annoying that mother-in-law always brings over soda for her to drink for herself when she's invited for dinner. She doesn't even offer to share, but that's not my issue with this. We have water, lime water, tea, coffee, and sparkling water to drink. And I think it's impolite not just to drink what you're offered as a guest. I don't buy soda for everyday meals, but I would buy it if I invited guests over for a birthday or some other celebration. And I don't think guests should require soda for meals on a Tuesday evening. And I feel it's kind of offensive that she feels the need to bring her own soda. Would I be the jerk if I told her how I feel? When we visit mother-in-law, she never offers water with the food. Every meal is served with soda and beer, sometimes wine. I don't bring my own water, even though I would prefer water with my meal. I drink some soda. It might be a little weird if she shows up with a 12-pack of cans or something, but considering it's just like an average family get-together, I don't think I can fault someone for wanting to bring a drink of their choice, especially an innocent one like soda. Our next story is, am I the jerk for screaming at my brother to get away from me? I, 27-year-old female, grew up with an older brother, 30-year-old male, who has special needs. My parents doted on him and taught me to put his needs above all else. Growing up, I never felt important. Everything I did was for my brother. I got high marks. My mom would say it's for my brother. I won a high jump competition. My brother got to keep the medal. My presents were suited for his needs. Nothing was ever mine. And I was never allowed to touch any of his stuff because that might upset him. Needless to say, I came to harbor a sort of frustration, maybe even resentment, towards this setup. I knew it wasn't my brother's fault, but I couldn't help hating him. I knew better than to take it out on my brother or my parents who were really just trying their best. So I moved out as soon as I hit college. I felt so free ever since. I visit them twice a year for maybe a couple days each time, and therefore don't mind the treatment as much as before. Well, this past Christmas they decided to surprise me. They came over to my place unannounced and stayed for almost a month. Either all the pent-up childhood frustrations compounded, or his behaviors got worse, but I snapped by the end. Because he rummaged around my stuff and broke something every day. Some expensive, some of sentimental value. That last time, he broke the door to my room and ruined a lot of my treasured possessions. I screamed at him to get away from me and that I don't ever want to see him ever again. I think I even said something along the lines of wishing he never existed. My screaming upset my brother and my words hurt my parents. He threw a tantrum, my parents were stressed, I made a mess. My mom has been calling every day telling me how sorry she is that I felt that way, but I shouldn't have held on to such cruel sentiments. She cries for hours on the phone. My dad called a couple of times telling me how disappointed he was in me and how insensitive I'd been. I feel extremely guilty, but at the same time I meant every word I said. I knew it was out of my brother's control. I knew he probably didn't mean any ill, but none of the excuses matters to me anymore. Our next story is, am I the jerk for canceling a birthday trip? And telling my oldest to leave after my sons made homophobic jokes towards their brother? 
My son, 15-year-old male, sat the whole family down after dinner and told us that he was gay. My other sons, 17-year-old male and 19-year-old male, started saying the most disgusting homophobic things I've ever heard, but they were all jokes. During their little comedy act, I told them to stop multiple times, but they didn't. My 15-year-old just sat there uncomfortable looking like he wanted to cry. When my 15-year-old finally got up to leave, his brothers hugged him and said, You know we're screwing with you. We love you, bro, and we knew. I canceled my 17-year-old's upcoming birthday trip and told my 19-year-old to leave. He doesn't live at home anymore. My husband thinks since they said they didn't mean it and that they love him, my reaction was wrong and will just cause friction between them. He especially got upset at me, telling our oldest to leave, and started an argument that hasn't ended yet. Am I the jerk? It's one thing if you have that rapport where you can joke in such a harsh way, but if you just don't have a relationship like that or it hasn't built up to that, I think you're an incredible jerk for not having the tactfulness to hold back at a time like that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my sister for treating her child better than me? My sister took my brothers and I in when we were just a 4-year-old female, a 5-year-old male, and a 6-year-old male, and she was only 19 at the time and did sacrifice a lot for us, including her boyfriend she'd been with since she was 12, who broke up with her when he found out that she'd be applying for custody of us because he wasn't ready to take on such a responsibility. My sister at one point in time was working three jobs to even be able to provide for us. I never went without food or clothes or even toys. But the one thing I went without was growing up in a nurturing environment. My sister was always stressed and irritable. I also felt like she had resentment towards us at times for having to be stuck with us rather than pursuing her dreams. Like for example, if we did something as small as spilling a glass of milk or breaking something, she'd have an overreaction, yell and lecture us about how hard she works to get it and how we need to stop being so careless even if it was just an accident. My sister's now doing much better in life and no longer has to work and is happily married. She has a two-year-old and is pregnant with her second. I saw how she treats them and I can tell she loves them very much. I even watched her toddler spill a glass of milk and she was so calm and loving about it. She even jumped on this new gentle parenting trend. She wasn't like that with me, so I called her out on it in front of my brothers and her husband. I told her that it's unfair that I didn't get the gentle side of her. Rather, I got the harsh and cold side of her when I, 17, was just a child. She was shocked to hear me say that and started crying saying she did her best with what she had. My brothers surprisingly stood up for her and told me that if she was that bad, then why am I still living with her and that she was an amazing caretaker and took us when her own mother abandoned us. So how could I be so selfish and accused her of any less? It got really contentious, so my sister ended up excusing herself to her room. But in the end, my brother, whom I'm really close to, are angry with me. So now I'm here wondering if I was wrong for calling my sister out. I think she and OP's brothers are very valid. Not only were they a kid trying to handle Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Kendall taking care of three other kids, working three jobs. It's stressful. They have no experience parenting. Nowadays with their actual kids, they're probably a lot less stressed. It might not have been perfect and you might feel like they could have done better by you, but you also just have to appreciate what they did. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my boyfriend it's not a random woman's job to educate his child? My boyfriend has a special needs daughter. She's on the spectrum. They were in a fast food place one day when a very new baby started to cry. The crying made his daughter cry. His daughter is nonverbal and is developmentally delayed, as well as has sensory issues including noise. Anyways, when his daughter started to cry, he went around the corner to where the crying was coming from. There was a new mom tucked in a corner trying to nurse her new baby. He brought his daughter right up to the woman and baby and said, See, the baby's fine. But his daughter's crying got louder. He asked the already visibly stressed woman to explain to his daughter why the baby's crying and noted that she was on the spectrum. The woman was hesitant but explained the baby is just hungry. His daughter continued to scream while the baby continued to scream. All around a very stressful situation for everyone involved. My boyfriend continued to stand there and ask the woman if it's okay that they hang around until the baby stops crying, so he can show his daughter that the baby's okay. The woman refused. He got upset and stressed that his daughter just wants to make sure the baby's okay. When he later told me about the incident, I just stared in disbelief. I asked if he didn't think that the woman was stressed enough without him hanging over her like that. He said to me that he thinks where his daughter has special needs, the lady should have been more obliging. That's when I said it wasn't that woman's job to educate his child and that he had crossed the line. He thinks I'm being inconsiderate and insensitive. I don't feel I am. I feel he was insensitive towards the woman and her new baby and I feel he's entitled for thinking the woman should have taken the time and allowed them to just stand there and watch her nurse when she clearly was trying to hide from people. I also think it's weird that he asked if they could watch so she could learn. If a man asked me that, I'd think he was a pervert using his kid as a thinly veiled excuse to watch me. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to turn off my bedside lamp at 2am 
per my boyfriend's request. So I recently had COVID and was super sick during the early days. One night I had a lot of trouble falling asleep because of how uncomfortable my symptoms were making me. Sore throat, stuffed nose, fatigue, etc. So I was up late reading trying to distract myself enough to fall asleep. Around 2am, my boyfriend wakes up after sleeping for 3 hours and asks me to turn off the light. I told him I was having trouble sleeping and reading was to help distract myself from how sick I was feeling. I also mentioned that I took some melatonin 5 minutes earlier, so I was hoping it would kick in soon so I could go to sleep. Well, he insisted that I turn the lights off because I was being inconsiderate of the fact that he had to work the next day. I mentioned that I normally don't have the light on this late and it was only because I was sick and that I would appreciate it if he could let it slide this time. When he was still upset, I offered to sleep on the couch. He continued to tell me how inconsiderate I was being and then said he was going to sleep on the couch and stormed off. He came back a few minutes later and continued to hound me, so I finally turned off the light and went to the bathroom. I broke down crying then because I was already not feeling good and the stress of the fight made it so much worse. He eventually came in and apologized and said to come back to bed and finish reading. At that point though, I just kept the light off and took more melatonin. The next day I asked if he would try a sleep mask and I would try a headlamp less bright in the future as a compromise. He refused and told me that I just had to turn the lights off past midnight. I was frustrated because I provided a possible compromise and let him know that I understood his frustration, so I wanted to find a way we could both get what we want, but he just kept doubling down saying I was inconsiderate. So am I the jerk? I've heard numerous times that having separate beds have saved some marriages. Sleep is so incredibly important, and if you both have such differing bedtime routines that don't work together, you have to find some kind of compromise. I would suggest that OP's more in the wrong for trying to turn a light on at 2am. I think the boyfriend also needs to commit to a compromise. OP offered to go sleep on the couch. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my fiancé to sleep on the pullout couch so my daughter could sleep in my bed? So I, 43-year-old male, have a fiancé, 39-year-old female, and I also have a daughter, 16-year-old female, and the three of us traveled to visit my fiancé's parents to have them meet us. Last night, we got a hotel for the last night before we drove home, and my fiancé and I were in the master bed, and my daughter was in the pull-out couch bed in the next room. And shortly after we went to sleep, my daughter asked if she could sleep in my bed with me. My daughter is on the spectrum and has anxiety from previous trauma and has some trouble with being alone in unfamiliar places, so I said absolutely, and I initially offered to go sleep on the pullout couch with her, but she said it was very uncomfortable and she needed to sleep on a real mattress. I asked my fiancé if she would be willing to sleep on the pullout couch for the night and she seemed a little annoyed. I offered to get another room for us or to figure something else out, but she insisted it was okay. So my daughter and I shared the master bed, and my fiancé slept on the pull-out couch. Today we got home, and she seemed kind of passive-aggressive with me, and when I asked what was wrong, she said she felt completely sidelined, and like she was treated with no respect or decency last night. 
I told her I was sorry, but my daughter was in distress and I needed to do something. And she insisted that she's not a little kid and could have done something else that didn't involve sleeping in my bed with me. Then I told her she was starting to get out of line and that she needs to understand that I have an autistic daughter. So if we're going to be together, she needs to understand stuff like this will happen from time to time. She got very annoyed with me and then walked off. Am I the jerk? I think the main issue is just negating her feelings. I would have liked to have seen more OP understanding, apologizing, and then saying in the future we'll try to account for situations like this. You know, work with your fiancé to make it an amicable situation for everybody. This next story is, am I the jerk for getting my daughter a hotel room entirely for herself after her stepsisters made her sleep on the floor? My dad passed away two weeks ago. Me, my wife Candice, and my daughter 16, Shiloh, and her stepsisters 19 and 17 flew to my hometown to attend the funeral. After that, we got two hotel rooms, one for me and Candice and one for the girls. While I was in the room, I got a call from Shiloh at 11pm crying and sounded like she was arguing with her stepsisters. I asked what the matter was and she told me that her stepsisters insisted that she sleep on the floor. There was one large bed in the room and there was enough space for all three girls to sleep on. I asked why and she said she didn't know. I went to see what the issue was and talked with my stepdaughters about it. They kept talking but didn't really explain why they told her to sleep on the floor. They just shrugged and said, it's better this way, we're more comfortable this way. I told Shiloh to grab her things and when one of my stepdaughters asked where we were going, I told her I was booking her a hotel room. Both looked upset but didn't say anything, but they must have called their mom because she was awake when I got back and started arguing with me about giving Shiloh an entire hotel room for herself. I explained why I did it, but she said I wasted money and that Shiloh could have sucked it up for one night on the floor. I called her unreasonable for saying this, but she told me I showed the girls that I'm playing favorites and made my stepdaughters share a room while I gave my daughter in the entire room to herself. We went home and Candace is still bringing it up saying I mishandled this. She even pointed out how my stepdaughters are upset since they're not speaking to me. Don't let her twist this. She is trying to press it so hard on how you're playing favorites like you specifically chose. Come on daughter, let's get you a nice shiny room. These stepdaughters don't deserve that. Don't let them gloss over the fact that they were bullying your kid. Our next story is, am I the jerk for correcting my uncle when he was wrong about his daughter's age and saying, what kind of a father doesn't even know how old his child is? My uncle is neglecting my cousin Lily, 16 year old female. This started about 4 years ago when his wife died and since then he's been withdrawn. He remarried 2 years ago and is obsessed with his stepchildren but completely ignores Lily. I'm 18 year old male and close with Lily. He just doesn't care about her. She can be away all day and come back at 3am and he wouldn't notice or care. At this point, he doesn't know her as a person at all. He forgot her birthday this year, but my sister and I, along with a few of Lily's friends, threw a small birthday party for her though. Last weekend on Saturday, my uncle was visiting us and was talking to my mom, his sister, about random stuff. And during this conversation, he mentioned that Lily's 15 and can handle whatever they were talking about. I overheard it and corrected him with, Lily's 16 as of 3 weeks ago. You forgot her birthday again, just like last year. And then him and my mom went quiet. 
Then he said, yeah, he'll make it up to her, and I continued, what kind of father doesn't even know how old his own child is? And that, I think, made him quite upset, as my mom asked me to apologize. I said, for what? Telling the truth? And left. I gave Lily the heads up about what happened, and my uncle ended up trying to talk to her on Sunday night. He took his time, which didn't go well. He later called my mom and accused me of manufacturing the situation between him and Lily, and my mom is taking his side because she believes his parenting is none of my business, and I had no right to call him out on that even if I believed I was right. I don't even really think this is about his parenting. This is more just calling out the truths as far as who he is as a person. If one person is being lousy to another person, parent or not, are you not allowed to make a surface level comment saying, you forgot her birthday again just like last year, what kind of father forgets his own child's age? This next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my babies inside by themselves? I, 20, am a mother of triplets whom are only two months old. I never expected ever in my life that I'd be a mother to triplets, so when I first became pregnant, it was definitely the last thing on my mind. I'm home with my babies all day long and had to even transfer my education to online. Sometimes I just need some fresh air, especially when I can't get them to stop crying, and I find myself getting super frustrated to the point of tears. It's honestly so hard and the dad isn't here to help as he's either at work or at school. My fiancé's, 24, parents rented us a main floor apartment, so when I step outside, I'm literally just sitting on the chair right beside the door. Plus, I have a baby monitor set up in their room, and it has a camera on it so I can literally see them and hear them. So if anything happened, I'd be able to quickly get to them. Being able to step outside for a few minutes to take a breather is really important to me because I start to have mini panic attacks when I can't get them to stop crying and I get really frustrated because I just feel super overwhelmed. Being able to just go outside gives me a chance to calm down. My fiance came home to me sitting outside while the babies were crying and freaked out on me, calling me a horrible mom and a bunch of other names that I'm not going to list here. He thinks that I was being super neglectful and putting the babies in harm's way and even told his parents and now everyone seems to be really against me. I grew up in the system. My fiance's family is the only family I've had and ever known. So it breaks my heart that they're so upset with me but I really don't think I was doing anything wrong or putting my babies in harm's way but they seem to think otherwise. So here I am wondering if I should apologize for my actions or if I'm the jerk in the situation. Update, I decided to show my fiancé this thread. At first he was really upset with me for sharing our personal problems with strangers on the internet even though it's anonymous. But in the end, when he had a chance to calm down and hear me and all of you guys out, he actually apologized and promised me he'd be more involved with parenting and even is willing to take parenting classes, which I'll hold him to that. I just want to thank everyone for the support that you all give me. It brought tears to my eyes, happy tears, seeing how supportive you all were to a stranger on the internet. I don't think I've ever received this much support before. Well, I'm really glad that OP had a happy ending in this situation. I think it goes without saying that they kind of deserved it. It would be one thing if OP went out there without a baby monitor and maybe took a nap in that chair, but just stepping away for a few minutes while the kids are, I assume, in like a crib, with a monitor, with a video camera, 
in no way is that neglectful, is it? I think that's probably just about the right thing to do. It's obviously not a common thing, but you hear stories of mothers who, left alone with their babies who don't stop crying, can be pushed too far and do something drastic. So taking a breather every now and then when your kids are perfectly fine, is perfectly fine. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.